He gets on these jags about commie conspiracies. Mason glanced back down the stairs at Gammon, who looked like one of those blood-and-guts marines with the steely blue eyes, buzz haircut, and prickly mustache. Mason shook his head again. Densmore continued as they climbed the stairs. Because he was a war hero, the army, in its infinite wisdom, put him here as a reward for his service, just to give him something to do. He'll come out of it in a couple of days and be meaner than a hornet. Has he asked you to look into a conspiracy to steal American flags? Nope. He will. They reached the third floor landing, which serviced two hallways leading to a series of offices. They took the hallway to the right, and Densmore stopped them halfway down. Playing nice was over. His expression had turned grim. He turned to Abrams. Why don't you start writing up the report? Mr. Collins and I are going to have a few words. Abrams headed for his office, and Mason followed Densmore down the hall in silence. Densmore tried to emulate the tough-but-sage commander, but those qualities never seemed to gel for the man. This walk of silence was meant to instill a little humility and contrition, like a student being walked to the principal's office but humility and contrition were not among Mason's strong suits. They entered a large office with a window overlooking the north end of town and the mountains in the background. It contained a large oak desk with file cabinets lining one wall. Oversized maps dominated another wall, one of post-war Germany divided into its four zones of occupation, American, British, French, and Russian, one of the American zone, which included Bavaria, and finally a city map of Garmisch-Partenkirchen. Squeezed between picturesque mountains of the Bavarian Alps, Garmisch-Partenkirchen had been untouched by bombs and surrendered without firing a shot. Her streets were still graced by buildings painted with religious or pastoral scenes and trimmed in carved wood like icing on a wedding cake. Neighborhoods of gingerbread houses on Hansel and Gretel lanes as if the town had been lifted out of a fairy tale. But this wasn't a fairy tale town in some faraway land. It lay within the American occupation zone and defeated Nazi Germany. The vestiges of the 1936 Winter Olympics still stood as monuments to Hitler's dream of a thousand-year empire. But gone were the sea of Nazi banners, the sign saying, Jews not welcome. The elite Gebirsjäger soldiers, the shouts of Heil Hitler, and the swastika flag-waving fanatics. Goering had come there to be treated for a bullet wound after Hitler's failed putsch and was given honorary citizen status by the city's leaders. Hitler had wanted to buy farmland there for his mountain retreat, but the farmer wouldn't sell, and Adolf ended up building his eagle's nest in Berchtesgaden. A veritable who's who of Nazis had called Garmisch their home away from home, Under the ice and snow, under the pale blue sky of a low winter sun, the town hid its Nazi past well. The Garmisch-Partenkirchen assignment had been designed to be Mason's punishment, a backwater post where he was to reflect on his reckless behavior and gross insubordination during a turbulent murder case in Munich. That had suited Mason just fine. He'd spent most of his post-war time in the blackened ruins of Frankfurt and Munich, so a posting at a renowned army playground 
seemed more like reward than punishment. Then he arrived. Compared to the urban wasteland of those two cities, Garmish was a clashing, jarring, incongruous place. As the Third Reich collapsed, the city had become the stem of a funnel of fleeing wealthy Germans and Nazi government heavyweights, SS and Wehrmacht divisions, all bringing with them vast quantities of the Nazis' stolen art masterpieces, the Reichsbank's gold and currency reserves, diamonds, precious stones, and uranium from the failed atomic bomb experiments, all now hidden away or available for purchase on the black market. With millions of dollars to be made, murder, extortion, bribery, and corruption were the norm. Tens of thousands of displaced persons and concentration camp survivors, ex-POWs, arriving by...